Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Trivia question for you. Ready? Yeah. What would you call Kyla if she was a rock group who made this song? We are the champions, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the end. It would have to be Queen minus Freddie Mercury. You're just Queen. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Freddie Mercury was part of Queen. Like, yeah, you're right. They would double down on Queen. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was a cat lady. That's true. He as had well. like 20 cats. Are you a cat lady? He, he was a I cat. La- a whoa, 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 whoa! He was a cat lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he is homosexual. He, no, he, he was very gay. What of course, mean? what nigga would have 20 cats? No nigga Freddie has Mercury. 20 pieces of pussy he, that's not real pussy unless you're talking about. When I was when I was little, my next door neighbors it was and they were married. Uh, it was a married couple, well, heterosexual married couple, and they had ten cats. Damn. Yeah, man. But he left money. Freddie Mercury left money for his cats. For them to be taken care of. Alrighty then. Well, you're a cat lady though. For I'm real? definitely a cat lady. I have two cats, Kit and Caboodle, and I feed thousands. Of them. Yeah, feminist. But, yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's only two cats. That's not a I've cat had lady. Seven. That's getting. Hey. I have my computer bags, cat. My and people buy me stuff. I have cat shirts. I'm a feminist. Cat lady. Feminists keep pussy around them. Yeah, that's why everybody thinks I'm gay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but not, you're not. I'm not a. F- no, nah, unfortunately, All I right. wish I were. Sometimes um, would it be easier? Don't Hell you yeah, don't I you think? think so. ser- seriously, Aries so. won't go into this conversation with me. I know it. It would just be easier if we just. I think so. If, if we what? We're gay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. To be able to My hang out with to be able to hang out with someone that you just like and you understand each other. That would I don't understand my girl. I mean, I love my girl. I like my girl, but she says things that are still every, women. Every, women. Every black man listening to this right now is going shit, dude. If it if it wasn't for the in love and 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 need of of a fucking pussy, need need. I need. 
We need sex is a need. I it is it. A well, need. let's let's dive into couples therapy because <laughs> I've been I've been talking about wanting to see this show um, for a minute, and what was enticing to me was I've been to couples therapy. Uh, and we never go men because we want to. We go because that verbal and emotional shotgun is placed to our throats. I've never been, but I may have been brought up in couples therapy. Okay. So I'm- <laughs> um, and and uh, I just I, I thought, man, it would be great to talk about the shit that we can all relate to that goes on in everyday people's lives in terms of love and success and failure and hurt and pain and and because we all experience it, that's the one great thing about love and sex. That truly everybody yeah. can relate. Yeah, gay, yeah. straight, yeah. black, white—it don't matter your color, your sex, your gender. Fucking love and fucking is just the shit. Um, I'm a fan, but you know, Andy, I want to ask you because you said immediately you hated this show. I just, what did you hate? I, I just first of all the the. If I say this, it's just it's going to say I, I went. I say the bitches was annoying. They were, but so were the dudes. They were more annoying. Oh, <laughs> really? Some of those dudes just they just just to go in and have these conversations the way that they did. I was just. You know, there's some things that are obvious in a relationship, and some things that are obvious with your partner, mm-hmm. and they almost seemed like they didn't acknowledge the obvious. In a lot of these, which was okay, okay, and and th- but which that's was? in real life. That's in real life. Okay. What was the obvious? Some of these people shouldn't have been together. That were going to this th- therapy. They they didn't see eye to eye. But they it didn't never have starts out that way. That's how it ends up. Okay. Yes. And yes. you said you've been to couples therapy. You said that right. Yeah, and I hated it. And I went once. <laughs> I went once. I'm not, you know, I went right. because my my ex wife wanted to go before she thought it would benefit us to have these things all laid out before we went. And, and I, I just, you know, I, I actually went in and put in time to try to see if there was something there that made sense. And it just didn't make sense to me. And then I watched these people and I was like, it didn't make sense to me when I did it. And it ain't making sense when you guys let me, let me, it. And, I'm, okay. and this is why I wanted Kyla here. Because here's what I'm going to say. Now, you're right. I'm not going to sit here and be naive enough to think that men can't be wrong. But a lot of times we're not. Yeah, and and I and I know and I know when I went to couples therapy, I hated the fact that I'm paying for some shit where I gotta listen to some horse shit about <laughs> how I'm fucked up when I know it ain't my fault. <laughs> it ain't me. It's y'all. Now I will admit to some things. I will admit to some faults. But it's like y'all are always right. Num- numerically, this is impossible. Okay, so I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my feminist goddess stance. But some of the women were very annoying. I was extremely annoyed by some of them because. So, as a general statement, I think a lot of times in relationships, men really are oblivious. And I to what? Um to to this like I'm not gonna argue that. Okay, you're right. She's right because yeah, you're right. We're we're oblivious because we're simpler. I think okay, like more simple. So more I, simple? I can't I can't be putting you know specifics on scenarios because I may have my friends listening, but I'll say this: I've seen situations where my my friends have been physically distressed or emotionally distressed and and had very very good reason, very good reason to not be their best selves, and 
being able to see that as their friend, my friend is stressed out. There's something that's external that's going on in their life that's really bothering them. And I've watched their husbands who live with them every day not even see it or not even pause and say, maybe I should give them a break. I've seen that. I've seen my friends come home after working the same amount of hours. Women or both? I've seen, I've seen, right. I'm seeing my female friends come home after working the same amount of hours as their, their male partners and do 10 more hours of work. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, and while he sits and watches. Nigga didn't do dishes. Right. He didn't. Bring it back. <laughs> Bringing it back. But you see what I'm saying? Like, and a Full lot circle. of times they don't see that. They don't see, like, I literally watched not just one of my friends, multiple friends go through something, and I knew they were going through something, and it wasn't something that their husbands didn't know. It was something that was out of their control. And I watched their husbands just. I'm not going to. I'm not, not, I'm not, not going to. Like, like Andy said, we're simple. So I'm not going to deny uh, the oblivious thing. I got a rise out of watching a female therapist tell women they're wrong. You enjoyed that. I enjoyed that because I think sometimes I get the feeling and men get the feeling that y'all bond together. And and like Patrice said, pussy powers activate. Y'all, y'all, y'all bond together. And, and you know, there's a fraternity I, I, with y'all. I, I feel differently about each couple. I feel differently about each couple. Each couple had their own. Let, let's start with. Mixed uh, bag of, let's start with um, Annie and Mao. Um, did you 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 taught me season one, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Which season did you watch? I watched season one. Yeah. I, Who I, was you, Annie and Mao? Right here. Hold up. Uh, I wrote most women typical behavior, typical thought. She wants to do what she wants to do. Remember, they opened up with the episode. It was his birthday. Okay. And okay. she was disappointed. Did, and, and women, y'all do this, and I know I've said this on the podcast. They both kind of sucked. Well, well they, they did, both. but she want, she was disappointed in him because he didn't want to do what she thought he should have done for his birthday. Right. And like Andy said, we're simple. Most times for our birthday, we don't want to put on a shirt and an outfit and go eat at Applebee's. We don't want to do what you think we should do. We want to chill. We want you to suck our dick. We want to play our <laughs> video games. Make us a sandwich. Shut the fuck up. That's it. I, okay, so I understand that sentiment. I Now, I will say, when it came to him, I do think he was simpler than he, she was. I And I even understood the analogy he said about sex versus eating. Yes, I, that was in my notes. Right, I understood that. And as... Somebody who I could go a long, long time and, and, and months, even years. And then if I do, and I could go all day, every day. He right? said, he said. So I understand the sentiment of, I understand both how they feel about sex. Because I understand. But, but I just want to say. Yeah, can you read? Because I, I don't remember it. He oh. said he likes to fuck every day and she doesn't. He looks at sex like food. Mm-hmm. He has to eat every day. Mm-hmm. Problem. And I wrote problem. In my younger days. I want to fuck every day. I now I that. still almost want to fuck every day. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I give out sometimes, like nigga tired. But is that a problem? So that's what I'm saying, right? I see, you know, I see on both ends of, of that, right? Like physically, I physically understand exactly what he's talking about. I can physically relate to that. Emotionally, though, emotionally, if I don't want to have sex, I won't be emotionally into it. Right. 
And then there are some women who don't have orgasms when they have sex because we're taught to like sex. We're not taught to. We're taught to have sex. We're not taught to. You don't have any orgasm because of something we're not doing, or it just be, you. It could be both. It could be an. It could be a, an emotional thing. It could be um, a physical thing. I I know how to I know how to get to to the finish line. I know what I, I without us. I I know what I need to do. Oh, oh better there. yet, better yet, with us because when right. you say without Listen, us, I know, you think I know, dildo. I know where I'm going. You know. So even with if us, you, you, you know how to get I, there. I know I'm going. Listen, 90 percent of the time, I know I I get to go be, to my be, destination. Be Harriet Tubman. Take me to take, <laughs> come, rescue me. Take me to the promised land. <laughs> I'm just saying I. Yeah, without going into details, there are certain things that a lot of women could do to assist themselves and having orgasms when they don't. Right. So you're not having orgasms when you're having sex, you're not going to be as likely to enjoy it. Right. So are you saying that she wasn't having orgasms and that was her problem? It could be. Again, we're taught to want to have sex. We are not taught to enjoy it. That is the difference. We don't even have to enjoy it. We're going to come no matter what. And that's a, that's, and it's, that's its own enjoyment. That's, weird. that's yeah. its own enjoyment. Somebody told me that recently um, because I was saying I was like I didn't enjoy a sexual experience with somebody. So, and they knew that, so it was weird for them to ask me to have sex when they knew I didn't enjoy it. And so he looked at me like, "That's not strange." And I was like, "That's very strange. Like, that's very strange." And he was like, "I've had sex with people." That wasn't good, and I went back and continued to have sex with them. And I was like, "Why would you do that?" Because you got it. Like to get a nut, and I was like, "Yes, I always go back." That's weird. No, No. you go back to make sure it wasn't you. I went back before to make sure it wasn't me. Like if I had sex and it wasn't good, I wanted to know if it was me that wasn't good. I didn't. Oh, you didn't. You went back just to nut. Give a fuck. I went back to find out. Listen, there's two parts. That's crazy no, no, but you gotta understand. You, wait, 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 wait. I would never volunteer to have bad sex. But, but listen, no, there's no, money was involved. there's no <laughs> such thing as bad sex. There is, but there isn't. For a man, it's like pizza. Even when it's, it's bad, it's, it's good. It's still pizza. Listen, there's two parts. And when you go, some women don't orgasm, and that's the problem. That's a real like thing. Like when Patrice said on Elephant in the Room, when we come, we have a receipt. <laughs> I did that so sex for us is two parts it's the actual fucking part which feels great the warmth the okay. wetness the so it's it's, it's a two-part movie. it's a two-part and then coming so if coming. a man doesn't come he can still thoroughly enjoy the experience yes but we come so it's boom we stay up when the movie's over we watch the credits oh yeah that that is something i've that's an interesting perspective that I never thought about because again, I have had bad sex and I did not want to have it again. I did yeah. not want to be like, Hey, that was terrible. Come on. Give me some more. Yes. Yeah, no, see, opposite. Never, never. Like bitch, I can't stand you, but bend over. Yeah, because never. The, 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 now wait, now no, wait, wait. Now I can't stand in somebody and having bad sex with them. Two different, different things. things. Yeah, that's right. true. That is two different things, but bad, bad sex versus no sex. We're going to take bad sex. Yes. Yes. Versus no sex. I'm definitely going to take no sex. And I, I, I love sex. Let, Let me ask you. But again, I, I, it, Listen, there when, are levels. Annie and Mal, and when you said it earlier, two people that don't, just don't look like they belong together. What was confusing about she them. she wasn't sexual but, at all. But no, but no. But what was, what was confusing about them is when the cameras would show, and what I liked about it, because I just expected couples on the couch, whole show. But then they would show them in their lives, in the apartment, chilling. 
with the cats. And, and they seem they seem to be the way they he would stroke her hair. He, you, they, like he they enjoyed like each other. With her. No, she they, seemed like she was in love with him did, too. Well, I would say they seemed like they were speaking two very different languages. He was saying, "Hey." Fuck me. I love you. You're beautiful. You're he gorgeous. He was saying she was gorgeous. He, I, I, he adored like he her. He said that. He was like, you know, when I saw her, I was just immediately like, yeah. you know, his whole body went hard, I guess. He was just, and he was enamored by her. And yes. he just didn't understand the concept of that. Like, and then it angered oh. her. It was almost like it irritated her that she he wanted to fuck her. It That's almost, crazy. It almost, it's almost seemed like it bothered her that he What these bitches her. want from a nigga. Somebody let me hold. Uh-huh. Oh God! <laughs> you know who's a couple I enjoyed, Elaine and Deshaun. I like Deshaun. Elaine and was I, neurotic, and I knew that Elaine bitch was Puerto was, Rican. She was neurotic as fuck. Here's here's what I want to ask. She was you. neurotic as fuck. Here's what I want to ask and you. When the when, therapist when, got to her, but listen, when they were talking, and eventually, as the layers were getting pulled back, we found out so much of what mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of men are 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 unfortunately and unfairly guilty of she had a bad she had a fucked up past she did she why is it that why did. is it that when women have a dark or fucked up past the the dude who had nothing to do with that has to pay for that that's not gender specific because uh, listen uh, a lot of black women have been therapy for for black men who refuse to go refuse to go where to therapy like, but, but, but I, I, again, that's gender specific. Like trauma happens to people and people have a response to trauma that's not necessarily healthy along every gender. Right. But at the end of the day, like she's pretending that that wasn't an issue for her and that she got over it and she overcame it and she let it go. But clearly it wasn't not an issue for her. She's clearly still dealing with that. And she's very, 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 very insecure. She's extremely insecure. Okay, and that's fine. But admit that and put that on yourself. Don't project like on me like I'm the reason for you being fucked up and somehow I got to be punished for that. Whatever problems you're going through, whatever your past has been, accept it, own up to it. But don't look at me like I'm responsible. You, people lie to other people every day. Every day without 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 problem, with complete ease. And with even though it's super easy to lie to other people, it's even easier to lie to yourself. So when when people don't have the capacity to be accountable for even the things that have happened to them, and I'm not saying accountable as in terms of victim blaming, right. but accountable saying, hey, this happened to me. I should seek some assistance about it. Or I should realize that this is causing me to do this. Right. When people aren't able to do that, that is why they end up on the show couple therapy. Mm. See, I, I just when I looked at all these people, I saw what their problems are in the first episode or two episodes. It didn't take me as long as it's taken them to figure out what's wrong with them. Deshaun probably when he go out to drink that one night of the year, he's probably trying to forget her. She's crazy. And you know, listen, twice divorce, baby mother Puerto Rican. <laughs> my, my my best friend Ivan, he was with a Puerto Rican woman, and it is known that Latin women are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's what I I found was the common thread, and and I think really this is a a woman of color thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he was trying, like ladies, y'all kill me because 
all women will say men need to get in touch with their feelings. Mm -hmm. We need to communicate. Communicate. That's Mm -hmm. the key. But, you know, and this is where I think it's just a woman of color thing, is y'all want it both ways. Y'all want us to communicate, but then when we communicate, when a black woman does this, arms folded, and it's going, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're not listening. I don't don't do that. Well, I know you don't, Mm-mm. but but I but don't. so many women of color do. And when Deshaun was women trying to do. communicate, do. Right, right. I'm going to go with you on this one. White women, women do. white yeah. women don't go. Mm-hmm. They don't just because the cultural mannerism is different doesn't mean the sentiment is. They, they flip their hair. <laughs> we mean <sighs> whatever, whatever, <sighs> whatever. Yeah. Okay, so fine. But but as he I grew up in a white neighborhood, that's why that was so <laughs> fluent. But as he was trying to communicate what was wrong, if you're not listening, then that's okay. How so, is that his fault? So you're not listening. That's a that's a again that's a people thing, right? So one of the things I remember my German teacher again because I told you I grew up in a white neighborhood. My uh, German teacher in college said something very interesting. She said. Society rewards liars and punishes people who tell us the truth. And from that day on, I was a raging, honest-ass bitch. And how's that worked out for you? Ah, I'm here. Um, <laughs> Andy posed that question to me on an on a, on a email where somebody said, hey, was, I love your transparency and you're real and you're telling the truth. And he goes, yeah, and Aries, how's that working out for you? <laughs> so that's why, I, that's why I did that. But no, so, okay, there is... When when somebody tells us the truth, because she was she was talking about how her sons if if her sons do something wrong and she asks them, hey, did this happen? And she finds out her sons lie. The punishment is always more severe than if they tell the truth, right? right. And so that is what we do to people. We groom them right. to make us feel better, not to make us feel informed. Right. We groom them to to lie to us, and so knowing that. You have to be on the other end of that saying, okay, if I want my partner to be honest with me, I have to realize that it's not about coddling them for, for and not holding them accountable. It's about what space do I want them to, like, am I, am I cultivating a space where that partner can be honest with me? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's on both ends. Right. And I don't think that's just a woman thing. I think that's a man thing as well. Yeah, but there's this thing. Because and... men definitely don't like honest bitches. Okay, but here's, here's where I would say <laughs> where this, this, this gets to me. And, I, and I'm going to be pr- probably wrong on this, but this is where I'm going to go with it. When men finally do go to therapy, mm-hmm. they're there to go to therapy. They're there to listen. They're there to hear. They're there. And I think that's what we do. That in, that, in that show, that's what I saw happening mostly men when. Women went there just to tell how they felt, not absorb, not get the other side, just how they felt. That's what I'm saying. There wasn't any <clears throat> how we feel. Right. It's how I feel. And I, and I understand that you have to express how you feel creatures. so that you could get this, so we can get this together. But there isn't this, you know, I do this and this effect. There was no compassion towards the other side the, the partner. and 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 when try, and, and when trying to have these honest conversations and y'all not listening sometimes in your mannerisms and your facials and your physical movements you 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 show a little bit of a temper tantrum or childlike behavior but bitches be exhausted okay but hold on no but but before you relegate yourself to being tired you know 
and this is why, I, and I've said one of my favorite lines and scenes in the movie, As Good As It Gets, uh, when Jack Nicholson is leaving his publisher's <laughs> office, and this one girl goes, I'm sorry, I just have to ask, how do you write for women so well? And he goes, I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> and it just seems to me, like, can we just admit that when y'all get upset, y'all are like children, y'all are like toddlers, man. Y'all turn into children. You you don't listen. You throw temper tantrums. You don't deal in sense and logic. You don't. I think I I think that could I think that could be fifty fifty right because I also know so many women who when they're upset they just completely turn to a different person in terms of like a shell of themselves. Like for me, if I'm upset at somebody, I am known to be a verbal assassin in these streets. I, okay, so I am known to be like, wow, bitch, where are my edges? Okay, but with your guy, if you're upset. But, right, but but it, but people, and it's a weird thing, right, because people don't believe this about me, but when it's somebody I care about, not just like romantically, but um, my best friend or if, you know, somebody I'm close to, if I'm really upset at something that they did or said, I completely retreat. I completely just retreat. And usually what I try to do is is go and say, hey, this is how I feel about the situation. This is what upset me about it and have a conversation about it. But generally, I would rather not say anything to you than say something that I can't take back. Because just because I don't like you in this moment don't mean I don't love you forever. If we- so for me, that's, that's, that's a different for me because... Like I said, I've also seen a lot of women who just shut up and took it, you know, or or didn't even in 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 my past and you know in horrible relationships where I really should have stood up for myself, I didn't say anything, and I know that there are other women like that. If I was your dude and we got into a fight, when you go verbal assassin, I don't, I don't. I'm telling you, I don't like to yell. Like, oh, but are you saying you retreat and go the opposite way? Yeah, like you- I don't. I I'm I. I I grew up with a, a father who screamed a lot, so I can't do yelling. Like, I have to be, you, you have to really get me to a place where I, I, I feel out of control. I think I've been, in terms of, re, like, the relationships, I think maybe I've yelled maybe, like, three times. Mm. In the last seven years maybe i don't yell like that at people but but you said you retreat so you change your I character completely, i shut down i shut okay. down so then that's when the and man it's a complete opposite of who i am externally but, but that's that's your man's responsibility then if, if i'm in a relationship with someone and i see that something i did changed her character now i have to go in and be like okay what let's work mm-hmm. on this because i know that i just changed I'm changing you from the person I love and care about to someone else. And I don't want to continue to put you down in that way. But I I don't think I've ever, maybe one person who's ever been able to acknowledge that. Like most men won't acknowledge it. And I I mean that from the bottom of my heart, where it's been situations where I have been very wounded by somebody I care about. And it wasn't their intention to say, damn, I realize what I said to you was real fucked up. I should apologize for it. That's never happened. Still moving, right? Yeah, everything's good. Except for one time, somebody, one person I ever had that really acknowledged, I've caused you pain. And and not some, um, I'm sorry, I won't do it again, but I really didn't do it type shit. 
Um, but but somebody sincerely acknowledging, you know what, I can understand why that why you think that's fucked up. Like I completely understand that. That just that the accountability that, that y'all are searching for 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 men or for women does not I know it doesn't happen for men. Because well, I, I've 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 seen it. I've seen it happen with my friends. I've seen it happen with myself. I, I think when I was younger, I, I don't think I was as accountable because I'm very quick, mm-hmm. sarcastic. I I think I'm witty, mm-hmm. but I know that it but it cuts. I wasn't aware of it when I was younger. My ex-wife, I'm going to say that, you know, as much as it could have been different, I should have been different, though, too. Um, but I, but I, don't, I acknowledge that, and I'm better now because of it. But I don't think – I didn't see these people getting better in this show that we were watching. I just saw them you deferring – no, they were deferring to, this, to the to – the, some of, okay, let me rephrase that. They were getting – they were working out some issues – but I, I just saw these issues as things that I, as, as a human, I'm working out in my head all the time. I don't think that that room was causing them to work this out. I think their communication was causing, and if you, maybe I just don't understand the structure of going to someone else so that I can have a conversation. Well, well let me ask you if you would agree with this. Will Smith once said, uh, it's, yes. it's not my job. Oh, Cause to he make- said it. I agree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well then let me switch it up. Ike Turner. <laughs> uh, Will said, um, "I'm not responsible for my partner's happiness. Oh, I'm yes. responsible for my happiness, mm-hmm. and they should be able to join in that." Yeah, you don't think that's a little selfish or naive? I mean, clearly it works for them, but I think they're. I think what they're saying is, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. I'm not even going to dissect that. I'm going to say this, right? Okay. Um, I think a lot of people enter relationships but not partnerships and maybe not even relationships they just go together like are because a lot of them were not relating to each other but not only that i don't think that they were being each other's partners in these situations i don't think that they were saying hey this is my positive this is my negative what because that was deshaun and and what was elaine elaine that was what they initially one of the things they initially liked about each other is that he was more. Well, I like I like how she described it. She said, uh, "Damn, he calms me down. He, he calms my and, he calms my storm, and I wake him up." Yes, yes, right, yes, right. right. And so they recognize in that instance the plus and minuses of each other, like right. how they that's a partnership of it. But if you're not listening to your partner's needs, mm-hmm. if you're consistently putting your your needs before your partner's needs. It's not necessarily a partnership, and you have to find some way to compromise because at the end of the day, sometimes we confuse a need with a want. Like, she didn't need to talk to him 37,000 times a day. She wanted to talk to him 37,000 like times like, a day. He was like, she, she texts me 20 times and gets yeah. mad if I don't pick up all 20 times. Yeah. Yeah, see that's because he left the house one minute ago. Yeah, right. that's 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 not a need. I mean, every partner, everybody needs their partner to check in and and to to be available to a certain extent. But you want to talk to him all day, and that that's not logical. That's, that's an not obsession. Feasible. It's that's, an obsession. Yeah, is that not, is that what you would call healthy. neurotic? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. But, but I always thought of a good relationship is that if I'm in a relationship with you. My my idea of a good relationship is that I will give you anything that you 
want. But I also believe that if that relationship is reciprocal, you will never ask any more of me than I can give. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is the balance that people miss in their relationship. Well, the, the Hispanic couple, for instance, right? Oh, uh, go ahead. He would, it, She was a single woman who was married to someone. It happens. She was Evelyn, a single woman. Evelyn and, and, and Alan. Yeah, she, yeah. Was a, she was a single woman in a marriage because no matter what normal boundary she thought, like I don't, I don't think her, her boundaries were, were, were ridiculous at all. I don't think that she was asking a lot at all. I think no matter what the boundary was, he wouldn't care. Like, who doesn't call their partner? Well, wait, I'm glad. God damn it! I'm glad you just said it because that's my note. When he goes, um, I was out. I was late. I didn't call. That's crazy. But but wait a minute. Wait a minute now, because this goes back to what Andy said, and this is true. We're simple, and the therapist goes, "No, why didn't you call?" And he goes, "I just didn't think." And she goes, "No, but why didn't you call?" Like bitches, stop trying to dig deep. Everything ain't deep. Men, we just don't think sometimes. That's it. But he I, just didn't think. I think. Why has it got to be some deep philosophical, emotional reason for him not calling? Because the only reason that a woman feels that the man isn't calling, and you, uh, before I even say this, mm -hmm. go ahead. Well, you guys are all going to say it. That's what you think immediately. We're that's your go-to. You we're go fucking. Fucking someone else. I mean, I'm not but, responsible but, for your but assumption. But man would think the same thing. No. Listen. No. No, he'd be worried. Wife, he'd be worried. If your wife didn't pick up for five hours, what would you think? She's either dead or fucking. Or, or fucking dead. I would think she's working. I would think she's twerking. I five want, hours. I, I, five hours. I want to say I, I, I agree with you because I've, if I'm being honest, I've been on that. And she was fucking. Oh, but, but, but again. Plot twist. No, no plot twist. <laughs> it was, it was, it was payback. It was karma. Oh, Listen, I've cheated a lot. And I remember one joke, me and Andy, I, he, he said something about, God, I wish I could remember this right in terms of context. Uh, he was saying that, no, women can't do this or this doesn't happen that way. And I said, nigga, you don't cheat enough. I, trust me, when you cheat enough, when you do anything enough, you become better at it. Or wow. you learn certain things in terms of I, what to do, what not to do. It's almost like the movie Groundhog Day. I, I, wait, wait, wait a minute. It's like Groundhog Day. As Bill Murray kept repeating this day, it became familiar to him. So he knew not to step in that puddle. Okay. It start, you, start to, okay. you start to get it. So, But I've done enough fucking around where it's like I deserve to be cheated on back. So, yeah. When she didn't pick up for five hours, I knew, yeah, nigga. But that's not always the case. Some dudes also don't give a fuck. So, okay, okay. And some sometimes she could be gone five minutes and he thinks she's fucking. Cause that's that's true, too. Yeah. But that's usually because he's fucking. But, do, but men, I don't think men gen generally, I don't know that we're, are we as obsessed about that kind of shit as you? What? If, are you fucking somebody else? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because I was watching D-Ray's uh, Shaq's All-Star Comedy Special, his recent one, in Vegas. And he Especially said, if you had an established sexual routine, too. Well, he goes, uh, men don't give a fuck about checking their women's phones. Women, y'all care about checking your man's phones. I definitely had my phone checked before. Yeah, and I've checked some phones. So see? I, right. See? Well, D-Ray, he has that... 
I'm D-Ray, the nigga that's light-skinned with the green eyes. I'm a pimp. I fuck five bitches at once. So, you know, he's got that aura about himself. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. Like, men check phones? Yeah, like, they 100% check phones. I, I don't think we check phones until we feel it. You check, I think women check phones to check on what their guy's doing. Not because they have any feelings like it might, but I'm just going to check in just to check. I'm, I, I mean, I have better peripheral vision. Women have better peripheral vision than men, too. So I just, you know, look... Oh, okay. But I, I wouldn't check my girl's phone unless I felt something. I think women check because they want to just make sure. Have I ever checked the phone? Hmm. Not with this new technology, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, I don't think... I want to go back. Oh, I haven't I, checked the phone in a long, over 10 years. I, I want to go back to the, Will Sm- to the Will Smith thing. And I'm glad you said it when you was like, I can't dissect that. Because, you know, between the, what they call it, uh, the, the what she, how did Jada call it? A tentanglement. Entanglement. Oh. I, I think that's a weird relationship. And yeah, and, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's a weird relationship, period. Because uh, I, don't, I, I don't believe that that's like that. I think you owe a certain responsibility to each other to make each other happy. Otherwise, why be in it? If, if someone can't come to you and go, damn, my woman or my man is having a bad day. Let me do something to help right. make them happy. Let me do things and, and wash some fucking dishes to make wash them some happy. fucking dishes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but I, I, I think that's, that's a problem, though, too, in a relationship because you can't make someone happy. You can do something no, to... No, wait, because you can make their, their ass miserable, so you can definitely... Yes, make them happy. No, 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 yes. No, 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 wait, wait a minute. I'm not saying that you, you can't do something to make their life better or make them have a pleasurable happiness. moment. No. no, happiness is something that comes from within. What is it called? Comes from, from within. You. He's saying from within. So what's the noun for it? I don't know what it is. You could do something kind for your partner, something to make their day better, but you can't make them and happy. And that feeling, what is that feeling called? Well, listen, if you- See, I don't believe in happiness because I think happiness is like weather. You go outside at 72, it's nice. But it is always going to be 72. It, it, okay, and listen, it doesn't it, mean it, it's always a bad day. If there's some internal but shit. But you do believe in the weather then. Damn. But, but if there's some bad. internal shit going on with you deep down where you can't be happy, well then, bitch, you go to therapy. Don't bring me with I, you. I understand that. Don't understand bring me that. with you. But there, there, is, there is a certain amount of ha- Maybe it's not a, a 100%, but there is a certain amount of happiness that people feel from their partners. They bring to each other. And you're supposed to. You're supposed to. That's because a good... at the end of the day... Good energy. Right, That's yeah. the word I'm going to use. Good energy. The, uh, happiness. Um, at good the energy. end of the day... If, if if you didn't make somebody happy, like I said, you could make them miserable. And we all know what it feels like to break up with somebody that we loved and made us happy. We all know what that feels like. I just still don't think people make... When he said that about your own happiness, I look at make it as like... Make me money. You don't have to make me happy. No, like when they say on the plane, if the oxygen mask falls from your overhead compartment, put yours yeah. on over your nose and mouth first before helping others. Because if you can't find your happiness, there's no way you can go into a relationship... And make someone else happy when you're miserable. I agree with that. I agree. Uh, yeah. So I think that's I what Will said. But, as, but, as, but no, no. But as long as you're not having any internal deep conflicts, yeah, it's your job to service your partner. But I don't think that that when you say service, cunnilingus is what you meant. Yeah, I think what oh. you're saying. <laughs> oh, but but what I'm saying to that is you can make. And I say this about Tara. She, I like her. She makes my life better. She didn't make my life worse because she could, like you said, she could mm-hmm. make my life worse. But that isn't my happiness. My happiness comes from who I am as a person, where I am, what I'm feeling, what I'm doing. She can enhance my day. She could also 
make my day negative, but that's not the that's not the point. Will Smith is saying you have to come with yourself as a whole person but I to think be happy. Both of those things can exist. Yeah, they can. I think no, I'm saying I think you can be a happy, well adjusted human and, and because it is important to, to take care of yourself mentally and have good emotional well being. So you can be a an, a well adjusted happy person but when you're with another person who's happy then that happiness is going to automatically increase yes because the energy is good the happiness but, but, is so, but that's is what good. i'm saying you're saying that somebody can't make you happier i didn't say ha- you but you but you can't go into a relationship unhappy and have them make you happy i don't care how many dishes you do if you're unhappy as a human you're going to stay unhappy in that relationship because they they can make you happy they can make you feel good for a moment but you still have to deal with whatever your unhappiness is. Okay. You don't. You, you don't agree. <laughs> no, I mean I I agree, but I'm just saying like I I do feel like that that your partner contributes to your happiness. I don't think that they are where it starts or where it ends, but I think that they do contribute to it. And I think we're just doing semantics because you don't want to say I'm right. No, I, 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 but I'm not. I'm not understanding. I don't think I'm understanding you because what I'm saying is, if someone enters a relationship and they have, like you said, the one woman who had issues. The, there were a few. The, Elaine, the, Elaine, yeah, the, the one. Which one were you? Elaine. Which, Elaine. She had her issues. He could have done the dishes. He could have painted the house. He could have fucking waxed her ass every fucking day to her pleasure. Was uh, if she is unhappy, I, that's I agree not going to change. And, 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 I agree and, and, and to further his point, even with those two. And that's what the he, whole point he, of he, thing. he would say to the therapist, to Sean, uh, I do what she asked me to do six almost out of seven times mm-hmm. a week. The one day I don't do it, it's a problem. Am I not allowed to have one day? Now, again, to that level, yeah, there's she, something wrong she, with her. No, like, she, she, but again, so... That was kind of the point of the whole couples therapy in the first place, because even with her and what is it, uh, Mal, the other yeah, guy, oh, 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 Annie and Mal, they got down to the root of some of their childhood traumas, and so that is a way of helping them get happier when they are assessing these childhood traumas that have kept them from being happy in their relationships. That's the whole point of couples therapy is to 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 get to the the root of the issue because even like okay. What she was saying about him being going out and drinking the one night of the year he goes out. Deshaun, right? Yeah. So she was saying, okay, now why don't you want him to drink? Like, what do you think he's going to do when he's drinking? And she was trying to get her to say, you think he's going to fuck somebody, right? Right. But what we found out was that. She definitely feels that way. I don't. Well, care no, what no, she no. Said, but also, she, you know, I'm saving your life. But there were. She was getting to the root of the issue. Right, but the root of the issue was she didn't like him drinking because something in her past Happened. that involved Absolutely. drinking Absolutely. that was traumatic to her. Absolutely. Don't leave that there. Don't bring that shit to me and fuck up I my agree. good time. I agree. But then that's where you go back to Will Smith and what I'm saying. What I'm trying to get to is. On this couples therapy isn't making it for me. If you want therapy, go get therapy. Come whole to your relationship. And then if you want to do some workshops or something like that, that's fine. But you as a person have to have some kind of core of who you are to enter a relationship. I'm going to be real honest, when, and this is, this is hard for me to say because I don't say this regularly. My relationship with my ex-wife, I put a lot on her, but 
I wasn't in, I wasn't happy. I wasn't the mm-hmm. person that I am right now. When you say you put a lot on her, you mean good or bad? Or bad. bad, bad in the relationship. And that's because you weren't happy. Because I wasn't happy. And whatever, whoever tore up that relationship, it didn't make a difference if she destroyed the relationship or if I did. I contributed to whatever destroyed the relationship. So, okay, to your point, I started therapy July of 2019. Um, after my cousin died, I was severely depressed. And then somebody that I dated moved to New York and I was sev- money changed. I was severely depressed. I was crying every day. And a, a big portion of it was the, the death of my cousin because we were very close. And so the very first thing, the, uh, the very first day I had my therapy session, one of the first things she asked me, she was asking me these questions. She said, how was your sex life? And I said, I don't have one. And so she was like, why? I said, because it's emotionally irresponsible. I don't even want to be around me right now. Why would I bring somebody else around me? So in that, I understand that. But I'm saying, if you are a happy person, your partner is going to contribute definitely, to your happiness. Definitely so. If you're a happy person, you can bring moments of relief to that person that they might be able to find something for themselves. But it's still that person inside that has to get taken care of. Whether you bring some joy, happiness, whatever word you yeah. want to use, that will. But if they're if they're unhappy, that's not going to change who they are unless they make those changes. They have to make. That's why couples therapy to me doesn't make sense. This is why I didn't like the show. This is why I didn't feel like I didn't have the same feelings for it. I believe people need to like. Will Smith said, you got to come with your happiness. This is a package deal. Um, we got you, you bring your happy. Like we're making grocery. We went grocery shopping or we're going to make dinner. And I'm saying, I, I'm, and we're going to make, we have to bring, we go to the house and we're missing some ingredients. It's not going to get done. You have to come as a whole person <clears throat> to the relationship. That, that's what I'm missing. In well, this. here's what I do like about the couples therapy, because I feel like this love is so real love. That loyalty, I got your back, I'm with you, we finish each, finish each other's sentences, kind of love. It's so fucking hard to find that if you really love someone and the both of y'all love each other, that's why I tip my hat to people who've been together 40, 50 years because it always starts out beautifully. Mm-hmm. But the real love is not in the beginning, it's in the middle. It's, it's the more you go on because mm-hmm. once the... The allure and once the ooh ah wears off, which it always will. Mm-hmm. Now you get into the meat of how much can you tolerate each other? How mm-hmm. much do you really love each other? Or can you be in the trenches? Can you go through the bad times? And sometimes people go through the bad times, and because they're so bad, they give up and say, "I'm done." Mm-hmm. Which makes me question: How much did you really love each other? Because if you really love each other, you got to weather the storm. Okay. And sometimes weathering a storm means going to couples therapy because you need that 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 referee or that mediator yeah. or moderator, if I think it's moderator, t- to say, hey, let's look at it from this perspective. Let me give you my thoughts on what might make you see it different. Because once you start button heads, we're stubborn. I see it my way and I'm not wrong. You see it your way and you're not wrong. And, the, and I, you need somebody to maybe... And I, was say, I definitely think that that was a common theme is that the other person was heard their partner, but they weren't listening to them. You stopped listening. I don't think that they were communicating to each other and 
and really valuing the uh, their partner's perspective. I, I don't think that that was that I do agree with, and I see I can see some value in that. But what you're saying about the beginning of the relationship, and this is where I'm going to stick with this in this relationship deal. At the beginning of the relationship, and I'm trying to work this out on stage recently, and you've heard me. It's about love, and love to me isn't love is an anesthetic for the beginning of a relationship. Because when you are in love and you meet someone for that first time, it's an anesthetic because you don't look at their flaws. She feel real nice. She feel real nice. Yeah, you're not looking for flaws. You're looking for everything that you love about them. And then when that anesthetic wears off, now you're now the flaws are starting to come flying at you. Now you're seeing the person who they are. You you never. You you love them, but you didn't like them. You gotta find in that 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 thing that's complimentary that you like. The you gotta be able to sit with someone and enjoy even the shit that you don't like that anybody else does. A lot of people though don't know what they need. They just know what they want. They don't know like, hey, I need a partner who validates me. That's important to me. Feeling feeling like somebody understands where I'm coming from is important to me. Like a lot of times, people just go with the wants. I, I but, want but, somebody but, to talk. But don't you think some of that comes and the longer you stick too. with it? Because sometimes you don't even know what you want or need. You you just know again the allure. The allure in the beginning is yeah. so great. And like he said, that anesthetic. What you call it? Anesthetic. Yeah, the, the the drug, and you don't get to the real shit like until too. later. You know, I always say to myself, you just don't walk away from something you love. Like I, I love stand up. And as much as I hate it sometimes, as much as it's made me cry, punch holes in walls, and I detest it, I can't not walk away from this because I love it. Mm -hmm. And I feel that same way about the person who I'm with. Unless, until the gas tank is fucking empty, if I got a drop, I I can't walk away from that. If I got a drop, because I have to live with that. And there are moments where I go, what the fuck did I but just do? To my detriment, I feel like I've stayed in situations that were, were not going anywhere and were unhealthy for me. But why'd you stay in them? Uh, because society makes women feel like that they are uh, nothing if they don't have a partner a lot of the times. But see, don't you think that that, to some degree, is your own internal that. shit? Nah. Like, that's, like, you know how many people were like, uh, you don't have no kids? You're not married? Or... Um, or as a comeback, like, that's why your ass ain't married. Like, like I could get a husband. He may not have my last name, but <laughs> I could get a husband. So it's you ain't saying shit to me. Well, as long as y'all got that box, y'all can always get well, that's, that. But I'm saying, but there's always a, um, there's always like a, a insult to, to women. Like, you don't have, you're not married, so something must be wrong with you. I've, I've heard that <clears throat> plenty of times. Well, I, I, you know, I think everybody, too many people get caught up and life's norms where they think yeah, this is the and way that's what I'm saying. you have to do it. I think I stay it. in relationships longer just to say that I was in a relationship, but I wasn't relating to that person. Like, we didn't, didn't get along. I just, you know, like, I remember I dated this one guy, dumb as fucking rocks. But, but he had a big dick? It was fair. I mean, it was all right. I he mean, tore your uterus up. He, shift probably, or, yeah, he shifted he, organs he around. He was playing the, the nipple, so he was... What's the fuck is the nipples? The NFL. The, the nipples. nipples. I never heard that. Mm-hmm. Also, use fucking some big brolic nigga. He was a wide receiver. He so he oh. was like really cut, but he wanted to be married and 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 miserable. But he was stupid, dumb as shit. See, listen to the moral of the story, kids. Dumb as shit. All you uh, dumb fat niggas out there. I mean, wow. smart fat niggas out there. You can make it. 
Wow, he and was... And always about six packs <laughs> and, and all that other shit. If you fat and smart, you got a shot. See, the, he was... Wow. But in this wow. couple's therapy, one of the things that I, I think that they... I would have liked that they would have focused on more is most people are comfortable in, in the horrible things in their life. And they kind of got into it a little bit, but they didn't really dive into it. They kind of swerve around mm-hmm. it. And we relate to horrible things in our life. And then mm-hmm. we get into a relationship with someone who has those same horrible things and we wonder why the relationship isn't going to work out because we're Misery in loves company. company and mm-hmm. we love to be miserable together. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens in, in, in so many relationships. If I ever do this podcast again, uh, which hopefully I will, we have to do it on Married at First Sight. Do it what? You've never seen the show Married at First Sight. No. Oh, oh, oh Merry Christmas. Mm. It is... A, well, so first off, it's, I mean, it's these couples that get married at first sight. It's usually about five couples, and they get matched by these experts. But it's really weird because it's like four out of five of the couples fail. So I'm like, first of all, y'all are like 20%. I don't think you guys are the experts you think you are. Mm. But it's a lot of it, the show too, is like, and this is really unfeminist to me, but because this is gender neutral for, for the Married at First Sight cast, but I could see why your crazy ass ain't married. I could see why you married. I mean, I could see why you're not married. I could see why nobody wants you because wow. Or they're the ones that they do this big production about having sex with their, their partner. And I just want to make sure I want to trust my partner before I have sex with them. You marry somebody you never met before, but fucking them is where you want to like have these weird boundaries. So it's it's a shit show, and you you it's a it's 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 fun. It's, and it's fun. called what is it called? Married at First Sight. You got to watch the the latest season is crazy. Uh, some of the you know, li- I'm telling you, you'll, you'll get emails about it. You'll if, get emails about it. If you listeners have uh, heard or seen the show, please email us and let us know. What you talking about that with that one? That one it's, issue. It's crazy. It's um, crazy. I, I I often quote my guy. Patrice, because uh, he was just so fucking phenomenal. A lot of great quotables. He said, this, he said uh, in one of his stand-ups, men uh, want to be alone, but we don't want to be by ourselves. Mm. We want y'all somewhere Periphery. in the vicinity. We want you somewhere. We just don't want you right here. You can be in the air-conditioned vent or whatever, but just... just you know, um, and I don't know if that lends itself to the simplicity of but I, who we are. Listen, Patrice I would say, a, but listen, Patrice would say a lot of things that a lot of women would write off as bitter or hurt, and he would, you know, solidly defend his position. Like it ain't none of that. I just know how y'all. Just like people will say to you, "You ain't married. You ain't got kids." Mm-hmm. People, women will say those things, so but like, nah, it ain't none of that. I just know how you bitches work, right? And now and I know like, how to. Like, you see that shit? That's not a prize. What you got? Like, I don't want that, right? And you know, you but then you hurt their feelings because you you told them their husband's right. ugly. Except, what he said, one girl would say, "Is sex all you want? Is that if that's all yes. you have to give? If you ain't got mm-hmm. nothing more to give than that, then yeah, that's all I want. What are you bringing to the table? That's, I mean. Like, women, y'all don't have to really, honestly, unless a dude is, you know, captivated by your insight and your intelligence 
and your humor if you're funny. Really happens to me a lot. I, I know. <laughs> uh, and I'm humble. <laughs> um, you know, at first we just want the box, and yeah, and if and if that's all we get, we good until we're looking for something more, or unless you surprise us and mm-hmm. bring us something mm-hmm. more. Um, because y'all don't have to, y'all don't really have to do nothing to get dick, but just be a woman. Have a vagina. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have. To y'all don't have to bring to skills. Y'all don't have to bring like guys. We got to bring a plethora of shit. What we do. I got job, our car, our materials, uh, uh, intelligence, uh, jokes, be funny, charming, bro- have some money. Um, broke no future dick, though, is kind of exquisite. I don't know, because uh, that's all niggas got to do. It's kind of exquisite. <laughs> it is in a league of its own. It is in a league of its own. I've, women, is broke dick fun dick? Broke dick is amazing. It is amazing. Have you ever had non like broke dick like nigga very successful? You can check all the boxes, nice job, nice car, well dressed, intelligent, and the dick was great. Good, <clears throat> good, good. Not great. Real good. I I I I'd stick it out. Good. Good, good. I might cheat a little. No, I'm just kidding. But it was good. It was good. Good. Right. I've had. I, no, one person I did that I did date for a while. He was really successful, and it was it was pretty. It was pretty great. It, I, I, but it was a little weird. But it was it was pretty. It was cool. What what <clears throat> what makes sex really good? Is it the amount of time? Is it time or is There's it a, the tools? There's a plethora of things. The tools. There's a plethora of things because it does not have to be. You know, this um, remote control uh, Lysol can dick. Because sometimes that makes it uncomfortable. I've heard that. I've had, I, like, we're, oh, oh <laughs> you got a water bottle? Oh, that's cool. I, I'm good. I've, I've had that. I'm, I, so, this I ma- that. so this male. I have to take my vagina with me later. So, so. this male macho machismo. I got to have a dick like a Pringles can and fuck for eight straight right. hours of jackhammer. That's not necessary? No. A, a good medium? <laughs> I can I can do things with that. Can you have great sex in 10 minutes? Yeah. 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 All right. I got a shot, yeah. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question. Can you have great sex in 10 well, minutes? Nigga, well. I can have. I can, I can, well. I can have great sex before all my clothes come off. <laughs> no, but if you had judges standing there giving you a one through a what ten, would holding they up, judge? what would yeah. they give you? What judge? I, listen, would the I, German judges give you a ten? I think there's. Well, look, I think. I, I, okay, I say this about sex. A lot of times, men have sex with themselves, and women are just innocent bystanders. Meaning, he's with a woman, but he's not satisfying her. But he's gonna be satisfied. Like, a lot of times what men think is good sex isn't necessarily what's good sex. So, like, oh, I'm finna, like, oh, I'm gonna beat the pussy up. Why? Be, be peaceful with the pussy. We here for pleasure. Like, you ain't gotta kill me. But y'all don't like... Now, I like a little... You know, but I... You know, shit, I don't wanna be ice pack next day either. You know, All like, right. I think that there is a a... One of the sexiest things that somebody ever said to me was... Like they were, I'm, you know, we're in the throes of passion. 
You want me to stop? No! And keep keep going. It but was the, sexy that he asked you. Yeah, because he you, thought he was hurting me. And it was just the fact that you checked in. What made him think flesh? he was hurting you, though? Because I sounded like I was being hurt. Oh, you sound like a was, law and order victim. Yeah. Doom, doom. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, the fact that he checked in and, you know, checked to make sure that this was a pleasurable experience to me as well. Right. Was, was a turn on. Like the the fact that he even said, you know, dude, would you like to? I would like to have some sex. Thank you for asking. You didn't have to ask. You just rub on my thigh a little bit. I was game. But the fact that you asked, I want to give you the ass. Mm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Uh, So that's how you make cinnamon pancakes. Oh. That's my my segue. <laughs> I I like the one where you went something something. Merry Christmas! You got some. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you got some. You got some quips. Oh, thank you. Um, as always, if y'all want to write into the podcast, Aries Spears forty five at Hotmail. If you have any um, comments or questions you'd like to ask Miss Lacey. Listen, we gotta read the emails. Yeah, we we we're gonna do one. Uh, let let us know, and I'll make sure she get back to you. Uh, Andy, you want to add anything before we zip out of here? No, we're going to be. Uh, I think when you're listening to this, we're in Portland. Um, that was May seventh through the ninth. Is what I think. Yeah, said. yeah. And uh, after that, uh, I don't know what our dates are, but they'll be coming up. We'll we'll announce them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. Musically, uh, this is Avery Dixon. It's called Up to Something. Instagram is A V I E R one zero nine two. It's called Up to Something. Avery Dixon in Joy. I'm sorry, but did you give out your Instagram or anything? Oh no. It's, yeah, oh shit. Yeah, let's get it. It's let's get Kyla K Y L A J Lacey. And that's my Instagram. Okay. That's how they can get you and they can they can message you if they want to talk to you too. Oh, by the way, um, that last thing you did with the Martin Luther King, what, what was that? Oh, um, night in Martin's Nightmare. Yeah, it wasn't. It, was that a poem? Was that considered a yeah, poem? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and they can find that at, at your. It's on my Instagram. Yeah, what's it called? Martin's Nightmare. Y'all have to check this out. Uh, Martin's Nightmare. She did a poem uh, with some visuals. Um, it's a bad bitch, y'all. Thank you. I'm telling you, show her the proper respect, man. This is why we have her. She's the truth. Know what I mean? Thank you. All right. And now to the DJ. Avery Dixon. Here you go. Let's get it. Up to something. But I won't I can't lie, girl, I can't do this shit no more 
Girl, you out here looking crazy. I don't know what I ever did to lose your trust. Girl, I can't take this shit no more. All the bullshit you bring up. You always think I'm up to, think I'm up to something. Can you feel it, baby? 